I'm looking at my stories right now because I feel like I did something exciting this weekend and I can't remember what it was. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we are recording! Yikes. <laughs> oh my gosh. What day is it? It's Wednesday. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. cool, cool, cool. It's Wednesday, my dudes. It's Wednesday. My yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you just quoted that. Oh it's my gosh. It's Wednesday, my dudes. That is like my favorite yeah! vine of all time. <laughs> like leans back <laughs> in his like spider-man costume oh my gosh oh that was good welcome back everybody we meet again welcome same back same bat time same bat channel as i said in our last episode welcome back to delu- er, delusional rantings from crazy people or something like that which really sums up this podcast to a T. Yeah. It's just rants. That's all it is. Yeah. We like to think it's something more I'm upset with young people at Target. <laughs> why that? I don't know why. <sighs> Do you ever wonder why like certain things annoy you? Like why? Yeah. Why does that annoy me? Well, I'm sure there's reasons for it, but it, the surface, there is no real important no. reason. No, there's like, not. There's a reason people do everything. It doesn't mean it's a good reason. Yeah, you like um, one that really doesn't. I mean, sometimes it has like a uh, like it affects me, but like when people don't use their blinker, I'm like, what? Who hurt you? Yeah, but that bothers. That's a valid thing because yeah. then it could lead to a wreck, and that's a valid reason. I think um, the most irrational one yet that I've expressed is the young people at Target. Yeah, that one doesn't make a lot of sense, but I also resonate with completely. Yeah, it's like one of those things that you don't know why, but it, it stirs something yes. within you. You're like, yes, yes, that. I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. When I see young people, I'm always like, you remind me too much of who I used to be, and now I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And in a way, there's something nostalgic about that. But This is how you remind me of who I really yeah. am. Uh, and then there's like that big drum not like you to say sorry. sorry. We're sitting on a different story. <laughs> Come on. You know it. I know you do. It's not like I'm forsaken, mm-hmm. worth giving you a heart worth breaking, <laughs> and I've been wrong, I've been down, down to the bottom of every bottom. <laughs> Dude, Nickelback? Come on. No, no, I will not come on. Nickelback is bad. You steal your tongue right now. Have you seen, have you seen that, um, have you seen that little, stop, stop, stop with your long sip. There, have you seen um, that uh, uh, Christmas trailer where like Deadpool is talking to uh, Fred? Uh, who's the guy from the Wonder Years? I don't know. Oh, okay. Is this the lovely engagement you have for today's episode? <laughs> I just don't know. Is this what we're doing? I don't know. So I, there's nothing I could yeah, give Yeah, but the you. way you re- responded, you're just like, I don't know. I don't know, Trent. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to get on with your... Str- like, I want to hear where you're going well, the, so I was like, wh- I don't know. Whoever on. the dude is from Wonder Years, the guy who's in that, yeah. he, he's like, yeah, I hate Deadpool. I hate... De- or I hate Nickelback. I hate Nickelback. And then there, he was like, dude, they've won so many awards. You have to watch that trailer because really? he rebuttals all the Nickelback hate. Yep. All I think and think of when I hear Nickelback is the... Um, is this even Nickelback? I think it is. Like, Look at this graph. Oh, yeah. That is like- that, that vine. <laughs> Yeah. That's all I think of. I'm like, okay, Ooh, buddy. But, but you're lying to yourself if, you, if you're saying Photograph wasn't a smash hit at the time. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those Every things. radio, because obviously this is back before streaming, uh-huh. so you can't just pull, I mean, I guess YouTube, but like you couldn't just pull up a song on demand typically. Yeah. 
So whenever it came on any radio station, it was a big deal. Smash it! Mm-hmm. You are cranking mm-hmm. that thing. I think the hatred or dislike of Nickelback was more of like a cultural thing. Like it was trendy to make fun of Nickelback. Yeah, you know. Well, and I f- and that's sad. I feel like I don't were- condone that. Yeah, I agree. I also feel like they were in a unique position of like they were they were. Uh, simultaneously people who brought like hard rock to the forefront but yeah. also as it was going out yes like yeah. they brought it to a lot of people's taste but then like i don't know like 2008 hit yeah. and then it was like oh we're not doing this anymore we're doing punk now well or like pop i sure. feel like that's when yeah. pop started to revolutionize yeah yeah, yeah 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 you get all the britney the britney hits yeah or like toxic um, was around then yeah and then i'm maybe i'm getting my years conflated but like Maybe it's all blending together for me now, but you know when Nicki Minaj came out with like starships are meant to fly. I feel like that I was in type high school, of music. So yeah, that me was too. a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. But like around that era, all that that yes. was the type of music yes. that was just rising. Apple to the bottom server. jeans. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that came Boots on. with the fur. Boots with the fur. Yeah. Anyways, how was your weekend? Oh, are we just done? <laughs> What's wrong with you today? Okay. You that always... was a good conversation. <laughs> I just I I think you and I do transitions differently. You're wanting it to be a lot more smooth. And I'm like, yeah, anyways, how was your weekend? Yeah. You're like, whoa, you, what? You like car crashes. This is like, yeah, cool. Uh, weekend? <laughs> That's how talk show hosts do it. No, they're more I'm just saying. Than that. Yeah, of course. Anyways, but. so my weekend was good. I went up to Fresno to visit my boy, Dwayne. Oh, yeah. Um, he is the head pastor of a church called The Hills. The Hills Clovis. Uh, shout out, Dwayne. Love you, man. Great time. And I went with Cedric, who is a uh, is a fan favorite mm. of the show. Uh, and we consi- we're brothers. We all consider each other brothers. And like we just had the blast of a time. The blast of a time. The blast of a time. <laughs> I I was going to say a couple you different things. And I just, time. I'm so I glad. just boiled them all together. Uh, I'm really glad I had, you had a the blast. blast. I had the best time. But. I had the blast of a time. <laughs> I'm so glad you had the blast of a time. I did have the That's, blast of the time. Well, anyone can want for their friends. I really hoped you weren't going to hear that. No, of course I did. And I'm glad. I'm glad that you had a blast of a time. No, no, no. I hope everyone has no. a blast of a time listening to this no, podcast. No, no, not a blast of a time. The blast I of a time. I had blast the blast of a time. And I got, want that for our listeners. Yeah. yeah. We didn't even really do anything specific. We just had really good talks. We uh, chatted about life ranging from stupid things like Marvel stuff and then talking about like deep issues in life. And, you know, we got to go see him in action at church on Sunday and he killed it. He was running that uh, that church like a well-oiled machine. It was great. Wow. Running yeah. that church like a well-oiled yep. machine. Mm-hmm. Is he, he's the campus pastor there now? He is. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's fun. It was three of y'all together. Yeah. Four. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, you Long know, time. they do, uh, the satellite campus, you know how those work? Oh yes. Where like, you know, they stream in from yeah. the main campus. Yeah. They had a really cool setup. You know, I didn't know. Were you at a, a satellite mm-hmm. campus? Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's okay. that campus pastor. So he's not, not like bringing the word on Sunday. He, he might be able to in the future depending on the circumstances, but that's kind of how their, their um, like satellite campuses are set up. Okay. And they have really dope accommodations to make that like Got a it. good experience. You know, like I guess I never know what to expect in terms of that, but they had a giant screen that came down. Yeah. Everybody, they had multiple satellites. So they had one wow. main campus it's, and they have multiple satellites. That's a huge setup. Too. Yeah. And Dang. all of the, all of the uh, satellite campuses at the exact same time, they were cued in to be like, hey, here's when we're tuning into the main campus. Yeah. And, you know, cameras set up, everything, lights, camera, action, boom. Flows really well. Yeah. We, at my previous church, they did that and they would stream a service from the main yeah. service mm-hmm. and it 
It was hard. It's yeah. not an easy thing. No, like, I'm if sure. If you have a satellite campus, shout out to you because yeah. it is very, very hard. And if there's a glitch or something, yeah. you have to have a backup. Like yeah. they had to have a basically like the um, understudy yeah. for that campus. Mm-hmm. Of, like if the campus, if the satellite wasn't working, a pastor would just have to get up and go. Yeah. Very, very skilled. Well, and I'm, That's great. I'm also sure that um, if, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, shoot. I can't remember. Anyway, it was really, it was a really dope service. That's I can't, awesome. I literally can't remember what I was gonna say. It was here. And was it, it was about gone. the your friends? It was about talking. It was about that coffee shop. Oh no, this is what I was gonna say. the The main campus, the the pastor who was leading the word actually, yeah, was really really good about like, hey, if you're at if you're at the Clovis campus, Pastor Dwayne will get you connected. Blah blah blah. And he was like calling by name. The That's campus pastors. Cool. And so it did feel like everybody was like intertwined in yes. this big system in a really Genius. good way. Like it was family. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really cool. And that's a, that's good on the senior pastor for knowing exactly who yeah. was at every campus and what their role mm-hmm. was and who what their job was. Yeah. Like well, that's not easy. Even more impressive. It wasn't the senior pastor that day. It was the executive. So it was the number wow. two. And he still knew. He knew everybody yeah. at every campus. And so it was really cool. What was the name of the church? Uh, it was called uh, Hills. The Hills? The Hills. The Hills are alive. The Hills are they alive. They are alive with and the sound to, of music. It, it is, I'm sure you get this. Like we, this isn't, I hope this doesn't come off like an arrogant thing, but like we happen to work at a bigger church. Yeah. Just, it is what it is. Yeah. But it is refreshing to go to like um, different brands of churches. Yes. Nothing wrong or better or worse with a bigger or smaller. It is. It was really refreshing. I actually think it's really good to visit other churches yeah. because for two reasons. One, it helps you build community and you yeah. know the other pastors in the area. Mm-hmm. So like if I have a young adult that comes to me and says capital is an hour and a half from them, I can say, well, oh, well, I know a so-and-so church yeah. just down the street yep. from you. Let me get you connected. Yep. Two, it keeps you from thinking your church is the only way to do church. Yeah, it gets you out of that mindset. Yep. And I think if you go to the same church for years and years and years and years and you never stray and you never go to another church, you start to see other churches and other forms of worship as like unorthodox mm. and therefore wrong. So yeah, going to other churches regularly, like I like it. So many benefits. Cheers. The blast of a time. It was the blast of a time. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. All right. What did you do for your weekend? Oh, I had here a fun we weekend. Go. No, I actually did something really cool. I discovered. Debatable, but we'll see. No, I'm actually, I want to go back. Oh, I, you know what? Maybe I'll ask Fina and Aaron. Maybe we can go. Okay. I went to this really cool, um, like, speakeasy situation. And it was, so, like, there's this restaurant. At the front. I found it. I discovered it with my friend, Naomi, if she's listening. We discovered it. And then I was like, I'm going to come back. Okay. So D and I came back last Friday. And there's and it's at it's like it's almost like a front. Like the, there's this restaurant. Okay. And you tell the hostess a, a password, a secret password. Okay. And she will then literally push open the wall into a door. And then you go through a, like a velvet curtain hallway situation into this like speakeasy. Mm-hmm. And it is so, it was so cool. I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm listening to an audiobook. right it, now. <laughs> can't tell if you're being sarcastic. When Guardium Leviosa, and then before our eyes, a velvet curtain. All right, let's not go back to the uh, script reading of Harry Potter. I feel like that wasn't But did you see how if I know, if there's no pressure around it, I could slip into a British voice with no issue. See that? I think there were a few issues with that. That right there? There, that was gold. What are you saying? <laughs> Anyways, okay, ruining my story. Sorry. So we get there. The password was Autumn, and I was surprising <laughs> D. He didn't know where we were going. The password was Autumn. Was it's New York's hottest club is <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> when he's like, 
New York's hottest club is. Yeah. Kevin? <laughs> that so was good. one of my favorite. But okay, uh, sorry. I keep getting Anyways, and you can't go further into that sketch because no. it's terrible. No, but it's great, hilarious though. Great sketch. Um, and it was so cool. Like, Dee didn't know where we were going. So when I showed up, there was like a, it was like, there, first you think you're going to a pub. Sure. And he was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah. this is where we're going? Like, neat. And then I was like, I believe I'm supposed to tell you Autumn to the hostess. And she was like, oh, right this way. And pushes a door. And Dee was like, whoa. <laughs> That's so cool. Pushes open the door, uh, the wall. And then you go in. And they had all these drinks. I don't drink. Um, never have. But they, they will make any drink into a mocktail. Oh, and cool. they will make it look the same. Sure. So it's like... It, it was very, very well done. And like, it's, it's very on theme. There's like sure. emerald green couches. You oh know, I love gosh, a, your a velvet. fascination with emerald green. I couches. love the lore furniture. You, so you, you wouldn't know it, but like how often, <laughs> how often emerald green couches comes up in our conversations is too, it's too high. Why is that so often? And now I'm seeing them everywhere. So I have to have a new furniture obsession and I got to find it. So. Uh, how did you get the password? Uh, it's on their Instagram story. I'm not going to say what it is. If you're in Sacramento area, and Why? just text me because they don't advertise because they want it to remain kind of like. Okay. On, How did you find it? I literally stumbled upon it. Me and my friend Naomi were wandering the downtown commons in Sacramento. Oh, and you just followed them on Instagram right after. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I you mean, guys if you are Google, so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. We found that we felt like we found the Except jackpot. Except for Naomi, she's not cool. Shut up, but <laughs> Shut up, uh. Naomi. Don't let him get to you. Is it That's Naomi? Like with a Y or is it Naomi? Naomi. Yeah, you keep saying Naomi. No, I say but Naomi. She's from Star Wars. No, it's Naomi. No, it's I always say Naomi. You just said Naomi. Ask Naomi. I always say it. You run the tape back. Her name literally is N A I. I know. You're saying it wrong. No, I'm not. What are we doing here? <sighs> Actually, it's N A. That, oh. that that large blue vein in the side of your forehead is just getting no, larger it's and not. larger by the I second. N- I'm not even stressed. I know I say it right. You sure? Anyways, I, anyways, you're Cheers. stupid. <laughs> anyways, you're stupid. Anyways, you're stupid. Um, that's been, that's, I actually, I was on another, can I say one more thing about my weekend? Yeah. I was on another podcast, The Connectable Podcast with Josh Takamoto. Shout out to you, Josh. Thanks Great for having me. Great clip they put on Instagram. Yeah, it was hilarious. And I shared the moment on, I, on that podcast. Yeah. I was sharing the moment between you and I this last week where I came down to, I, I just had to tell you something quick and I walked into your office and I was like, Hey, I got to make this quick. Cause I'm really busy and I hate you. And I just said, <laughs> I just sat down and you're like, okay. What, I was like, what? yeah, yeah. Valid reason. Sit, sit down. What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah. And we just kept going. Like that's a part <laughs> I hate you. that's like one of those jokes that like, is just funny. Like so funny. I just don't, mean anything by it you know but it's it's just so out of the blue and unexpected yeah. that's why it's funny and i love it anyways you're stupid like that's just funny. that's hilarious oh good stuff hey good stuff, good stuff. i feel like there was something else oh also what? i have this thing where you know i faint when i get needles like oh yeah lauren and- bagel syndrome <laughs> vasovagal okay that was a multi-layered joke by the way yeah, that was very good. Thank you. Uh, Lauren Daigle, Bagel, Vesso Bagel. I saw it. It was like double air. Thank Way you. To Way uh, to go. Not stupid. And then yesterday I had to have my blood drawn and I was so nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was shaking in my boots and I'm sitting in the lobby and I'm pale as a ghost. And Well, the- well first of all, what else is new? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, I, but paler than normal. Can you imagine? It, it you would see be, through? I looked like that light. Yeah. Okay. And so actually one of the doctors made a joke about it, but, um, what do he say? He was like, do you have sun sensitive? 
Well, I mean, of course you do. Look at you. And then <laughs> <laughs> no way he said that. Oh my gosh! No I way. I was cracking up. That's he, he didn't mean it. He was not being like facetious or anything. He was being so funny. Yeah. He was like, I mean, of course you do. Look at you. So I'll check yes. And I started howling. Anyway, so I'm in the off. I'm in the lobby, and I'm pale as a ghost. And I'm like, but I'm also my palms are sweaty. I'm not doing well. Were your knees knees weak? Arms heavy? Is that like a song or something? Oh my gosh, <laughs> keep going. And the phlebotomist like comes out and she's like, Savannah, I I swear on my life, I thought I was going to throw up. I literally was like, I think I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. Why? Because I hate, like I, if it's one shot, I can do it. Blood drawn, last time I did it, I fainted and didn't wake up for three minutes. They you, almost had to call the emergency room. Oh my gosh, you're it so was, dramatic. It was bad. You don't ever like donate blood? No, oh. I can't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, all the people who are, literally dying no i literally can't you okay like i can't physically and just because of my body but so anyways i go to i go to the back where they're drawing all the blood and all these people are like in these chairs getting their blood drawn and i, I am like ma'am i need to lay down and she's like oh you do not look very good no way <laughs> she said that and she like nudged me to the back and put me on a gurney and laid me down and she was like do you need a juice box it- and I said, yes. <laughs> yes, I need a juice box. Karen, Stat! yes. I need a juice box right now. What? I, have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, if you say Parks and Rec, so no, no, help me it's, God. Uh, uh, the movie with uh, Andy Samberg where he, Hot Rod. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, Becky, don't ask. Just do it. <laughs> Beck, don't ask. Just do it. That's what it is. <laughs> That's literally what it was. I was like, don't ask me if I need a juice box. I, this is my hand. It's ready for a juice box. Yeah. I need a juice box. Do you see this? Right here. What's missing, Becky? Juice box. <laughs> and I'm like laying down. My feet are straight up in the air. And I'm like, yes, I need a juice box. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> she was like, okay, I'll go get you a juice box. And I'm laying there. Once just a single tear strolls down what my face. What is wrong I with you? I'm not, I'm not sad. I'm not scared. It's just like my body's reaction to getting blood drawn. What is, is like, wrong with you? My body's reaction when I'm getting my blood drawn is like, okay, we're suddenly going to become very angry and very sad <laughs> all at the same time. And so I'm sitting there basically upside down at this point. Like I'm all the way back, feet are in the air. I'm like waiting for my juice box like this. <laughs> my, my hand is like shaking because I'm so nervous. And I'm like... <sighs> And I'm like breathing. I have like my mask on. And she was like, you can take your mask off. And I like took the mask off. She takes my mask off for me. And I'm like. <sighs> oh my gosh, dude. You are. What is wrong with you? <laughs> she hands me the juice box. And I try and drink it. But I'm laying down. And the idiot part of me like doesn't think to sit up. So I'm like laying down. Oh my gosh. I'm laying down and I try and drink the juice box. And of course, I'm lying down. So it goes all over me. Oh my gosh. And she's like, maybe you should sit up. And I sit up. I drink the juice box. Anyways, and then you're she's literally like, reverting to like an infantile state. <laughs> I literally don't know what comes over me. And I, then she's like, okay, I'm going to need your arm. And I'm just like, Oh my God. And I turn the other way and I stick my arm out and she does it. And the whole time, there's a calendar next to me that's like, all the months of the year, obviously. And so my trick is to count. So instead, I was like, January, February, March. No April. way. Because <laughs> that's what my last doctor taught me oh to do. Oh my gosh. It was you are a humiliating. Mess, it was the absolute most embarrassing thing I have experienced this week. Like, yeah. I try to give <laughs> blood a lot. 
actually it's my sorry Good that's that's not true that's not true they call me and then sometimes i just get annoyed with their phone calls so it's not a lot i'm not like a frequent flyer but i do whenever they come to capital or whatever yeah. i do give blood because i just feel like it's the least that right, i can do right. you know and you can't even do that i can't do that it's we i have good talks with the techs they're super nice oh i don't doubt it there was like an i'm not even trying to game myself up like i'm some whatever whatever they just said there's like uh they said there's like an extra level. Like there's like you can give blood or you can give blood and plasma, which is like it's a little longer and it requires a little extra. And I was like, is it going to hurt more? And they're like, well, potentially, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. Strap me in. Let's do it. And so we did it. And it was just normal. Just talking about it makes me lightheaded. Shut up. You are turning like a little white. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Which is I crazy because I did not believe that you could get I wider. asked my doctor. I said, what causes it? And she was like, usually it's because you have like a bad association with needles as a kid. And she was like, have you had surgeries? I was like, yeah, eight. Oh, and she wow. was like, oh, that's probably it. Like, as yeah. a kid, I was traumatized by all that. Well, actually, technically, it's nine surgeries. And so that's why. We get it. You're crazy. <laughs> we get it. You had nine surgeries. Yeah, we get it. Like, that's some sort oh, of thing yeah. to be proud it's like, of. like, whoa. Uh, hey, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. We get it. You're super cool. Juice box. Yeah. Now. <laughs> okay. Can I share actually a story in similar line with that? It's yeah. a little bit different, but okay. a similar conclusion. I got my I got my ACL surgery in like 2019. Yeah. Yeah, 2019. It was good. It went. <laughs> Shut up. I forgot what you're mentioning. Anyways, can't talk about that. Uh, but basically, I was having one of my consults and like oh, yeah. the ACL surgeries typically are pretty straightforward. It's, it's like they go in, they repair it, and then you have yeah. to wear this. You have to wear the gauze and bandaging, obviously, but then you have to wear this brace. Normal stuff, whatever. And I actually had a pretty, you know, standard procedure. So I go back in for one of my consults or whatever, and it was the first time that, because basically all the stuff they wrap around your leg is like, it basically it looks like there's a grapefruit on your leg. It was because crazy. so much stuff wrapped Gauze around? Gauze and everything. Yeah. And, and your leg's a little swollen. Yeah. So all of it combined. So I go back for my consult and uh, she's like, okay, you know, she takes the brace off and she's like, okay, I just want to give you a heads up. We're going to be removing the gauze. We're going to be removing the bandaging or the bandages and I just want to give you a heads up that when you see this, it could re it could result in you having like a nauseous uh, like reaction, like it could cause just like an instant nausea, and like it, you could throw up. And I was like, and hear me, I I have I don't feel like I'm the most um, I don't have as big of a tolerance, but I don't have a small one either. Like I, I feel like I'm really somewhere right in the middle. I have a so good pain tolerance. I have a pain tolerance. I have a pretty good pain tolerance, but in terms of like visual, like if I see yeah. blood or whatever, I, I slashed my leg as a kid, saw some stuff come out. That didn't yeah. really bother me. I've, I've had a few experiences where I'm like, I'll be fine. And I told her, I'm like, I should be fine. No problem. She takes the, uh, she takes the bandages off and my whole leg is like black and blue and yellow. I'm not joking. Just from the trauma that was the surgery. Are you okay? I'm good. Okay. And I instantly am like, hey, <laughs> Did you I throw up? No, I had to. I was like, I need to get up. I need to get up. So I, she moved out of the way and I went over to the like 99 cent trash can. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm making all these ungodly noises. And I'm like, I need a second. And it, sure enough, I couldn't explain it. I, I saw the visual and maybe it was just me seeing my leg in that condition, like the yellow, purple and whatever. But it looked like a nebula in outer space. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And instantly, I that's was, my body. Yeah, like that's maybe on that was just it. Yeah, I don't know, but I was instantly hit with nausea. I was like, I need a second. You can't. Don't even look at me. I needed just a second. I need a second. And she did. She let me figure it out, and then I probably a minute later, I was fine. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. Why do you think that is? I don't know. 
I don't know. It, that's probably different than the vesovagal thing. I yeah, would Lauren Bagel. Yeah, the Lauren Daigle thing. It's different than Lauren Bagel, for sure. <laughs> and Lauren Daigle. Both of them. Yeah, multigrain bagel syndrome. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Whenever you do like a good joke or something you think is a good joke, you're always like, cheers, man. Cheers. <laughs> you want to cheers your own joke? <laughs> I do think, I will say, I do think I'm I'm funny. I don't. You are funny. I no no no. I, I'm saying thank you for that. I'm saying I think I'm funny. Yes. So when people don't laugh at their own jokes, I'm like, why? If it's funny, you can laugh, laugh. at it. Yeah. It's, it was a good joke. Laugh at me and Cedric that <gasps> Wait, all the time. Wait, has Israel? Have has you been here the whole time? No, he just got here. Oh, hi I'm Israel. S- I was about to say I'm so sorry. Hi, sorry. You can keep keep doing your thing. You can we'll be, be really loud. We're almost done. You anyways, can, you can screech. We're not almost done. We have 30 minutes left. We have 34 minutes. I don't know why I said that. Where are you? What? What's wrong this with you? This is one you? of those things where I lie to make people feel better. Oh well, I mean, gosh. technically, though. I mean, yeah. Okay. We're not even halfway. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Buckle cool, up. Cool, 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 cool. Um, should we get into our topics? Let's talk it. Let's talk it. Whew, I feel like I'm pale as a ghost, man. Uh, just what need, else is new? I need a second. I need a juice box <laughs> right now. Um. Okay. First thing we're talking about is the new dating app called Upwards. Okay. I find it. I am very f- intrigued by this. You probably are not as intrigued. I'm going to pull up their Instagram really I'm not quick. as intrigued, but that's okay. The reason I am intrigued is for one reason only. There is this okay. new dating app. It's a it's specifically for Christians called Upwards. It's just like Christ- Christian Mingle, except it's not Christian Mingle. It's just Upwards. Well, like upwards. Christian Single. <laughs> sorry, man. I would I would stay. Oh, I'm sorry. I won't, I'll reserve my opinion on that. It's, but um, you can probably tell by context clues. I'm not even. I'm not like dissing it or anything. I just find it fascinating because Christian Mingle was always the place to go. So now I think <laughs> is this one more targeted towards young people? Their bio just says Christian dating. Cool. Cro- cross emoji equals green love, green heart. So that's their bio. Why green heart? I have no idea. Okay. So the, it's like lucky. Yeah, it's like <laughs> cross emoji equals green heart. Maybe they're eco friendly. Me <laughs> in like how they build relationships. Yeah, it's like in just. Making, I mean, I guess every digital platform is yeah. eco friendly. There's no paper involved. Literally, no paperwork. Creating ethically sourced relationships all <laughs> over the world. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so I find it fascinating for uh, uh the. The church has this idea. I feel like, and it's not right or wrong. It's just it just is that like you meet your person, you know, through through church, through life. And there's this like frowned upon idea behind dating on okay. dating apps. It's like, oh, we met on Tinder. That's like seems to be frowned upon okay, are in the you, Christian Are you putting world. the emphasis on the actual app or like the structure of dating? The structures of dating. So okay. from my understanding, the, the church world, the Christian world okay. has a firm belief in like meeting people in person and usually at your church or at a church. Okay. I don't know. So and you are talking about dating through an app. Through an app. Okay, so the app, app thing. Oh, okay. okay, the app. I thought you meant like specifically like No, no, no. So the app thing, it's I'm confused. Sure. On I get the whole like creating a space sure. for Christians only to like date and find each other. Sure. So I've my two two questions are does that mean that now the the church is like open to like online dating? Have they always sure. have they always been that way? And two, how do you know if the person's really Christian on date upwards? Like, is there a vetting process? I don't know. Uh, okay, so here's here's what I'll say. I don't think that the whole the stereotype or stigma surrounding app dating is is um, exclusive to the church. I think that mm. in in pop culture or in pop society, yeah, 
that there's this stigma around like if you find if you found a partner on like Tinder or Bumble or Hinge mm-hmm. or whatever, Upward, then you are somehow lesser than, or like your relationship is like yeah, lesser there's like a than. harsh stigma around it. I think that um, I have opinions on both sides. I think that if you find somebody who is, for all intents and purposes, your soulmate, right, and you found them on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, whatever, then you're fine. Like right. if you're happy, great, right, great. I think that um, I think that there's kind of like a a uh, school of thought around like. Hey, I met my wife at at my church. Or this is for me. I met my wife at church. We had a similar group of friends. Uh, we like we shared experiences together, and like by that means of dating, and then now into marriage, we did things the old fashioned way. Sure, sure. you know whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think it's exclusive to the church. I think there's a lot of guys. It's a good point. I think that you know if you're on Tinder, there's a stigma surrounding that you're only looking for hookups or short term engagements or whatever if you're on hinge i know that there's some nuance to all of these different platforms too like if you're on hinge i i think that the the nuance to that one is from what i've heard is that you you uh both both parties have um uh uh, a mutual friend oh i didn't know that yeah so like if if you're and and like bumble like the girl has to message the guy oh is that what it is i didn't know that bumble the the female the woman has to dm the guy guys ask or guys attend ladies ask Yes, a Sadie Hawkins of, mm. of dating apps. And I think that's Sadie to keep Hawkins it from being dance. like terrible. What? Have you heard that song? Sadie Hawkins dance. Na, 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 na. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. In my something pants? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. A classic. 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 But yeah, it's like that. And yeah. then so, so everyone has their n- niche, farmers yeah. only for farmers. <laughs> What's the nuance with that one? Just kidding. <laughs> Pretty on the nose. <laughs> but yes. So. The upwards one, I do think it's fascinating because it also is helpful, I'm sure, for people sure. that are looking to date and they want to date someone who's Christian. It kind of like um, funnels it down. So you don't, if you're on Hinge and you're like, I'm trying to find someone who has the same beliefs as me, yeah. that can be harder when the pool is that large sure. and everyone is on it. You can yeah. narrow it down. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I do so, think, I do think to your second question with the whole idea of like, well, couldn't somebody just lie? Uh, yeah, right. I guess. But like, I'll speak from my perspective, not from a girl's perspective. Okay. But if I was if I was a guy and I wasn't a Christian and I was um out looking for one thing, you know, one night stands, flings or whatever. And I was going on this dating app and I was I, chances are I'm not going to encounter a girl who is of the same mindset. Right, it would just make that It's like a job waste harder. of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know how it would be for girls, uh but in that sense I think but and there's so many other opportunities for that mm-hmm. in other places. Yeah, so if I you th- are going to a dating app for that specific yeah. thing, da- using a Christian dating app would actually just make your job harder. Yeah. if you're wanting one thing and one thing only. Yeah. Okay, so Which that I makes don't sense. think you know substantial relationships are built on. Right, right, exactly. And it, so if you're going for relationship yeah. and like, really it's basically building- like saying uh, anybody in the world could have uh, negative intentions. Sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? That, that could sense. apply to anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, I found it fascinating because I, the other part of it was, so it was like, I felt great about it because I was like, oh, that's really helpful for Christians. Like, Or like the whole casual dating conversation. Is that where you're going? Well, yeah, but wait, my, I, have to, I have another okay, thought okay, on okay. it. So on the one hand, it's great because it provides for people that are Christian a place to find 
people of a similar belief because it's really important in a relationship. I totally understand that. You kind of, you both have to be, the relationship is very hard if you don't have the same religious views and perspectives. Oh, yeah. So that makes sense to have an app where you've kind of narrowed that down and it's kind of the unspoken, great, we don't have to have that conversation. I know that we both believe the same thing. Can I just say one thing on that? What? When I worked at Starbucks, there was a regular who came in, like the nicest guy in the world, and he said his wife isn't, a like she doesn't believe in God. He does, and he's like, I mean, I think he was like Catholic or something like that, and he, he still practiced. He went to church, or he's, or he's Christian, something like that, and he just said it was so hard. Really? Yes. I would imagine. Raising kids. First of all, raising kids. Yeah. Who do you go to when you're upset? You know, like, I guess the wife would retreat within herself and try and make things happen on her own, and he would lean on God, and however he Very believed. Very different, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like that. I could see it's really sad, but I could see like the life leave his eyes when he would like stare Jeez. at that because that's so hard. How do you even have a conversation around that? Religion is one of those things that's very, very personal and very important to yeah. everyone. And so if you're with if you're doing life with someone who has a different religious yeah. view or none at all and you have one and they're opposing that's really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. So I I understand. I think there's other apps for different religions too that just help that kind of conversation of like, sure. look, that part is out of the way. We both believe the same thing. Now we can get to the deeper stuff. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. The other side of the coin is, is that necessary or does it inhibit young people from getting out into the world and making connections and community and having those conversations in other words are you just creating this bubble of christians because that's not how real life works sure you can't just go in like the church being like look we've made this little space for you guys to go and like date each other sure and it's like well that's not really how life works you can't do that with your work you can't okay here again i'll take it out of the church example because i think that a lot of times what happens is society will do something and church will do their own version of it it in its own Mm -hmm. its own version I think that in general, the world is moving towards an online interaction space. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think 2020 was an uh, was um, an example of expediting that. Yes. Like, I know for myself, during 2020, you know me. I'm an extrovert. I need human interaction. I hate sick days. I hate Saturdays because I want to be in the office putting my hand to something yeah. that I like doing and I want to be around the people that I love being around. Yeah. I mean, we all could hang out, but it's like it's just different when like you're all kind of yeah. doing life together, Buzzing. working yeah. towards a goal together, blah, blah, blah. But 2020, when we're all like sequestered to our house and basically a majority of my interactions were FaceTime. Uh, I showed you Discord, you know, like oh, I'll, yeah. I'd be playing games with my friends and, you know, we'd be talking about life through like this, uh, this chatting. It's, it's not chatting. How do, how do I explain it? It's like, a, it's like a voice comm system. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're just talking to each other while playing a game or like uh, I'd be able to see like some friends for like maybe an hour. But, you know, everybody's guidelines on how they would respect the COVID protocols were different. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like. I, in terms of, for me, it doesn't work. I'll always seek human connection, but like, that's where our spaces is going. That's Here, a good point. We're already heading in that space. Here's yeah. a crazy thought. One of, uh, one of our very close friends we both know, uh, he said his daughter has never been in a world where machines don't talk back to her. Think about that for a second. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? Wow. She's like, I don't know. She's like nine or something yeah. like that. And the first time she ever turned on her Xbox, it had one. It was like an Xbox Connect. It was one of those things Talk where it's like her. Xbox turn on, boop, and it just responds. Or it's like 
Xbox, do this. And ever since, that's that was the crash landing. That was patient zero, the Xbox thing. Now we have Siri. Wow. Now we have Amazon. Now we have the Google or the so Google. So that is really what the next generation is used to. Yeah. Is... I mean, look at Ready Player One. Did you ever see yeah, that movie? Yeah, that was a good movie. I actually did see that. But yeah, you're moving towards this space where it's like I, I mean, there's obviously dangers, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stand here like a crazy person on the corner and be like, We're we're headed towards doomsday. Sure, sure. But like I really do feel like we're moving towards a space, even like with NFTs and stuff. I'm not trying now I'm like ranting. Oh, uh, so fascinated by those. I right. want one. Right. But one. like do you know that they're building platforms to where like you have an avatar mm-hmm. and these little things that you buy, whether it's like a digital piece of clothing or like a digital sword or whatever. Now we're getting off into kind of the crazy areas, but like, yeah, we're moving towards a world where like these big companies are funding projects where it's like you have your avatar, Savannah's avatar, Trent's avatar, whatever. And we purchase digital currency clothes appliances whatever and you interact with the digital world with the things you purchase much how now i buy a shirt i wear the shirt i buy a computer to do work Uh you are purchasing these digital things in order to interact with the digital world it's so crazy so it's i sorry i just went off on a crazy tangent but but i think now especially in the next few decades we will have to decide how the pros and cons of that. Yeah, 100%. Because with everything, there's pros and cons. I was just talking with someone about this. Like, we think about cars. Cars are incredible, right? When, yeah, we, when yeah. we went from horses to cars. Yeah. Imagine the day when we went from horses to cars. Yeah. And we think, oh, that's so great. That's so great. Well, also, it leads to car accidents, pollution, mm-hmm. huge household costs with insurance yeah. and car payments and it, the ec- economy and having to... Um, the impact you know, that it has, really. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's pros and cons to everything. And I think cars are another great example of like we look at it on the surface and we think that's amazing. That's so cool. It it allows us to get places faster and take road trips and meet family. Yeah, and yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And work farther away from home. And then you see the spreading out of cities and everything, et cetera, et cetera. But also, there's this huge economic and environmental cost. So with the digital space, it's like, oh, there's all of these pros and all of these cons. And we still aren't done filtering out those Well, I would even say like the the posture that people are taking, like tech giants and stuff like that, they kind of say half of what you just said. They're like, oh, there are all these pros. But they don't take time to think about like the cons. All the cons, yeah. And you know, Mark Zuckerberg's been in the news for a long time now about like the the validity, the impact that Facebook has on really, I mean, let's call a spade a spade, like manipulating people. Right, like if, right. if there's lack mis- of barriers, yeah, misinformation mm-hmm. on these platforms like social media. I'm not even trying to go off on that rant. Basically why I just brought him up is because there's this new thing in the, um, in the news where, uh, he just partnered with Ray-Ban and, cre- uh, created, um, do you know, did you ever hear the Google glass? Yeah. He created his own version of that where it's Whoa. like there you wear these Ray-Bans, yeah. they're classic old school Ray-Bans, and they have a, like a 12 megapixel camera embedded in the in the camera and you can voice talk to it. So like you can say like, "Okay, Facebook, start recording or whatever." So I'm telling you right now is the Wild West. You know like back like you're talking about horses versus cars. We're in yeah. the Wild West right now, 30, 40, 50 years from now it'll be maybe more polished and more conversations will be held around it but like we're starting to blend reality yeah with this digital space because it's like the way he's even framing these glasses are like uh, you could watch the trailer online it's crazy but the way he's uh like framing these glasses are oh you can 
you can take these pictures and videos for your personal consumption, which has always been a thing. You've always had video yeah. cameras or you know di- disposables. But you can say, okay, Facebook, go live. And it's just whatever you're viewing is being shot live to your Facebook or potentially your Instagram. And like it that's that's what's crazy is like this is a real time thing. Wow. What you're experiencing is being broadcasted to the world. Ooh, that's weird. And that's like that 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 alone has an impact. Yes. Some negative, yes. some positive. Yep. I mean, you think of it, another example being like with the pandemic, we all started working from home. Yeah. So that's a huge, you know, huge plus is yeah. that stay at home or single parents can yeah. be able and work and put food on the table and also be home with their kids and they yeah. don't have to commute. They get to be home earlier. Yeah. You know, they don't waste money on, we don't waste money on gas. So it's less pollution because less people were driving back and forth last year. All these pros and the cons being when we got back, none of us knew how to talk to each other yeah. and we actually started to get too comfortable being alone and we hated being back in community again. Yeah, and there was some that, real impacts on they that. They thought that there was going to be this big surge of like everyone wanting to get back and there was a little bit, but there was all this research saying actually... A lot of people yeah. got way too used to being at home yeah. and we saw this kind of retraction of people being inside. Well, and that's like a little taste of like, if our world gets too used to just being isolated, mm-hmm. like there's real implications yes. to that. Yes. And that is like, that's what's crazy to me. And even like the whole idea of like, um, we could do the, the idea. I'm just now I'm speculating or hypothesizing or whatever but even the fact that maybe one day you could live in spain and i could live in uruguay yeah but we could be you know augmented reality into a space and just be like oh we're doing the podcast today and it's like it's just like we're in the same room together but we're not we're thousands of miles away that's wild that's what i'm saying you know like that's there's positives to that and there's very real negatives to that yes so and there's not like we're in the like we're in the time of discovery, so nobody's stopping to ask like what the implications are. And like I love that. I love yeah. that we're in this like boom, but like really it's I don't feel like the conversation is for the pure good. It's for like the pure benefit. If sure. That makes sense. Sure. It's a huge conversation. Anyway. It got me on I started thinking about all of that when I saw the Christian All that from a Christian dating conversation. Who knows, man? I never know where our conversations are gonna go. It's fascinating. I just yeah. thought with that one, I was like, Oh, is this necessary? It sounds like it is. It sounds like with yeah. anything there's pros and cons. And I Always. think a huge pro is that it will help people that are of the Christian faith date someone that is also of the Christian faith without having to go through a million other people on like a hinge or a tinder or Mm. something kind of save time but the con being i think that it's just another dating app that keeps people from making human connections there's a great uh there's a great parody video on like christian mingle and it is so funny like i i think i've seen it you know the one where he's like yeah uh, this app has this great function where i put my phone in my pocket and if it senses that we've gone uh horizontal instead of vertical it'll send an alert to both of our parents to let us know we're sinning and i'm like i'm like oh my gosh dude you're nailing the (laughs) you're nailing the culture oh god so yes all that to say, pros and cons with everything. Pros and cons. Date upwards. Uh, check it out. Dude, what do we got this next? This podcast is sponsored <laughs> yeah. by... This podcast is sponsored not, by Squarespace. Not. Not. Just kidding. Hey, um, Squarespace, if you want to sponsor us, please sponsor us. And MeUndies, and Manscaped, and Raycon, and Sh- Raid Shadow Legends. All of the big ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Please cool, sponsor cool, us. Cool, please, cool, please, cool, please, 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 cool. please. sponsor us. Cool, 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 cool. Please sponsor. Cool, cool, cool. iHeartRadio. Spotify. Apple. We have to stop. <laughs> yeah. NASCAR. I don't know. I'm just naming. Jamba <laughs> Juice. <laughs> Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, 
That'd be um, crazy. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about. Yes, I want to talk about this too. I'm very fascinated. I'm always fascinated by this topic. Okay. So, um, Will Smith and Jada finally. Woo! I haven't even said it yet. I Okay, go ahead. Have finally confirmed that they are in an open marriage. I told you about this. You did. I, and, and, and I actually looked into it. And I was yeah. like, oh, you're right. Yeah. They have hinted at it. They've never really come out and said it. Yeah, but it's like one of those things where it's like. We just know. If we your uncle comes loose. into town smelling like Jack Daniels, he's probably got a little bit more of a problem. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark, but true. Sorry. <laughs> and so I want to hear your thoughts first. Okay. Before we get into this. Sure. This, is, man, we're low on the ha-has today, man. I will tell you, this is a heavy t- <laughs> I don't think, but. <laughs> what clip are you going to use? Probably something at the top. Yeah, probably. Maybe the juice box thing. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I'm like, please, <laughs> We're talking about like the end of the world. It's like, yeah, come listen to our podcast, Doomsday, End of the World, Virtual Reality. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyways, what are your thoughts on this? Okay. So, they have an open marriage, mm-hmm. which if you don't know what that means or if we're being, um, if we're tiptoeing around it, it means that they are free to sleep with other people mm-hmm. and that is something that they have agreed to. Yes. Um, we oh, are not condoning nope, that. We are not no, encouraging no that. Condoning, we're simply stating not condoning the facts. For anybody who might be wondering right now if we're condoning it, we are 100% not condoning it. Anyway, um, I there is even to even provide some more context with this whole latest thing where like, uh, you know, Jada said she had like an entanglement. Mm-hmm. Did you you yeah, looked into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and w- there's that famous meme of Will Smith, like he looked like he was crying and he was like, what does an entanglement mean? And, you know, he looked like he just, he looked like he had the worst day ever. Yeah. Well, he came out in a GQ interview and he's just like, no guys, I actually did know about all of this way before we ever talked about it. It was something that we already agreed to. I was exhausted. We were taking a plane trip. I believe probably about 30% of that, but whatever. He, he, uh, the part I did believe is that he already knew about it. Got it. Anyway. Okay. So. This is something that they both agreed to. And even in a few quotes spawning from all of this topic is uh, he said that Jada's never really believed in a conventional marriage, um, that uh, she doesn't want it to feel like a prison. And there's some that all screams to me like a really uh, deep rooted misunderstanding of like what marriage is. Yeah. Of like, if you are comparing a conventional marriage, i.e. one person with another person, to a prison, um, I think there's so much beauty in that, really. And the, right. of course, I'm talking from my experience. How can I not? You know what I yeah. mean? I, I, it's hard to be objective. But like, I, th- I think about this, too. Um, a, a mentor of mine once told me, you know, he quoted scripture. So sorry if, I, if, if you're not uh, of... Uh, God persuasion, forgive me in this moment, but it spoke to me and he said, uh, if you, if you run from the devil, the devil will flee from you. And he spit it and he told me, I wonder how much longer I had to run from the devil before he fleed from me. And I just gave back into that. And I often took that in the sense of like hard times in marriage. Like Mm. maybe we were on like the verge, we were on the verge of breakthrough, but I just, I, I succumbed to the to the pain or the frustration yeah and oftentimes in marriage i think about that like yeah it's not so much like oh we're not meant for each other oh it's like oh i i to make this work i would have to be able to sleep with any number of people because marriage is a prison it's like well no maybe some restructuring is needed yeah yeah and maybe some really deep rooted and i'm not even trying to you know armchair quarterback 
Jada Pinkett Smith. She's whatever. Um, you know, I'm sure she works on her mental health. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I think that people uh, give up too easily, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like people, it's easier to call it quits and maybe start a, start something new rather than yeah. like, hey, we it's really painful right now. It's so painful. Even in like long-term relationships, it is so hard right now. And I'm not even, this isn't a call to stay in toxic relationships or whatever, uh, barring all that, but just two normal people who love each other and they're just going through really hard times right now. Are you on the verge of breakthrough and you just don't know it yet? You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Well, and I think before we go any further into this conversation, the thing that I really want to talk about and get out on the table is that there are really two ways to view marriage, right? We are we are of the Christian faith. Sure. And I think most religions, if you practice another religion, believe that marriage is this monogamous uh, relationship. Well, I was gonna say the sacred it's a sacrament. Yeah. It's yeah. considered a sacrament. Yep. It's one of the holy sacraments. And um uh if you are of another religion, you'd categorize it differently. But I know in most other religions, marriage, the uh the family unit, the unifying of man and wife or whatever, like your your family unit is that's the there's like a, a sacredness mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe that and you are non-religious, then you don't view it that way. Sure. That is important, I think, to note sure. before we go any further into this conversation sure. is that we it gets dangerous when we try and push the two together and make them the same thing mm. of, you know, with religion, you view marriage a certain way. Outside of religion, marriage is viewed in a different way. Sure. And if you try and make them um, cohabitate, <laughs> to stay within the metaphors of marriage, if you try and push those two together, it sometimes doesn't work. And sure. so acknowledging that those are two different sure. avenues. Sure. Um, I, and sorry if I did that. I'm just speaking from my own right, right, lens. Right. You know? I think um, there, what I really wanted to talk about was there is this, almost like, like, like the theme of this episode is like modern love. Like yeah. the modernization of of the definition of marriage. Yeah. We're seeing it change. Yeah. We're seeing it expand. We're seeing it grow. Some of it is really beautiful. Some of it I I I think is great and is better. Other parts of it, if you know, when we're seeing this ex- uh like you get into the dangerous territory when people try and ha- have their cake and eat it too. Sure. Where you want to say you're married but also be with other people. I think Without saying that's good or bad, I think that's a sign that you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. You're yeah. trying to have the best of both worlds, yeah. which always leads to pain. Always. In terms of relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I also think too, okay, so then taking uh taking like religion out of it as best as I can, because again, this is such a topic that is like inherently based in our own experiences that it's hard for me to separate the two right. entirely. So I can only speak from my point of view. But even like some, uh, my, my brother Dwayne told me this this weekend in regards to um, self-diagnosing, you know, like if, if, you know, if I'm imagining conversations between Jada and Will and Jada is like, oh, I need this. I need to be uh, free to see and interact uh, intimately with other people in order for this relationship to work. Um, and he, Dwayne told me this weekend, he was like, uh, if you show me the best doctor in the world, he still can't write his own prescriptions. 
Like he will have to go to see another doctor. Yeah. For him to get whatever prescription he needs. If he's sick and he needs a prescription, he has to go see another doctor. So to be within oneself and be like, I need this because I know what I need. Yeah. There's just a danger in saying like, I know what I need and nobody else does. Yeah. And that's why I think there's such value in having like a valuable, whether you're, whether you're religious or you're not, you have to have a system of people around you who you trust, you value their input. Right. And sometimes, how many times have you called on somebody to be like, Hey, check me right now. Cause I'm slipping. I I'm going to bounce yeah. something off you. And sometimes they'll validate you, but other times it's like, Hey bro, you're out. You're out of line right now. Yeah. I, I, I trust Dwayne with that. I trust Cedric with that. I trust a, a small group of people to be like, Hey, I'm bouncing something off you right now. Am I crazy? And sometimes they will tell me yeah. I'm crazy. Yeah. So in regard, again, I don't know Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't know Will Smith. I've oh, the best we can do is armchair quarterback this. Right. But if I know for me personally, if I was dating Jada and she's like, Hey, by the way, before we go any further in this, if we get married, I have to be able to sleep with other people. I, there is no universe in which I could accept that. Right, because you're, you're, both of you are defining marriage as different things. 100%. Yeah. I think the, the crux of it is that we're seeing this, um, how do I say this? Like, there is this increased tendency with, in, within the world of, of marriage that options are always better. Having options. Commitment is becoming less of a, a desired yeah. quality in people. And less of a, des- I mean, we see this with people, you know, d- with changing, you know, their cars. They want new cars. Or they're constantly changing jobs. They're constantly changing friend and groups. And think about iPhone plans. You get a new iPhone right. every year. Right, right, right. There is this fear of commitment that is percolating through, I think. That's a good word. Percolating. I you like know? that. Percolating through America, especially now within the last several years. And we see it with marriage. Mm. There is a lot of two things. Where commitment is seen as a bad thing because it's hard. And also, we associate discomfort with something being wrong. Mm -hmm. If something is uncomfortable, we associate it with, then it must be wrong. If you're having a day in your marriage where you're like, whoo, man, it is uncomfortable, but I'm committed, but it's uncomfortable. And you associate that with being wrong, of course you're going to want an open marriage. Of course you're going to want out because you're associating being uncomfortable with being wrong of like this must be wrong right and it's not well and that's why you know i hinted at this topic earlier but i want to kind of take it back like one step you know like we've talked about what the role of casual dating is yeah being a christian oh yeah you know like there was (laughs) shout out lilia i know you're listening lilia but lilia has has shared with us that uh during um some part of her tenure as a christian or whatever a pastor told her or uh, not told her specifically, but like gave a message saying like, basically the, the punchline of the sermon was. Wait, was this Lilia? Yeah. Wasn't this? No. Lilia. Okay, okay, okay. Wasn't it? No. Wasn't? Oh, you're right. It was her sister, Kaylin. Yeah. You're right. Okay. It's just clarifying. But like still love you, Lilia. Yeah. And also Kaylin. I mean, a little less now that it wasn't you who said <laughs> that. <laughs> just joking. Shout out Kaylin if you're listening. But she said the punchline of the sermon was uh, casual dating always ends in a casualty <laughs> and That's i'm so dangerous yeah because because here's why 
It's neither. It's neither. See, that's what's so hard about that conversation is it's neither thing. Right. It's neither. It, you shouldn't treat your 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 dating relationship or like your years as a young person to date as just being frivolous. Like, yeah, I'll date this person. I'll date that person. Whatever. Right. You have to guard your heart in some respects. Have some sort of intentionality. Yeah. yeah. But if you're 19 and you're, you, you land in a relationship or something, are you locked up? Are right. you locked down? Yeah. And then, or what? You die? It, the church has a terrible habit, I would say, and I work for the church, and I I can say maybe this. not all the church, but just no, like, there's no. some like foundation. The C generalization. There's a generalization that yeah. um, if you're dating someone, you're marrying them, and there's no room. So I heard another pastor say this the other day, um, well not the other day, a few a few months ago. He said, <laughs> "You he, always do that." The other day, being eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he was like, "There, the church does not leave room." for breakups and people not being right for each other. Yeah. That he was like, there's no room for that. Yeah. And I think, oh, that's so dangerous because here here it is again, like this there this is where the I think the church mentality of dating and the outside world mentality of dating, neither neither are getting it quite right. Yeah. But with 100%. the church, there's this this obsession with commitment of like, you're dating this person, you are getting married. Yeah. It's like they're 15. Yeah, like, totally. That's And that can be really, really dangerous. Right. A lot of pressure on an adolescent. Yeah, 100%. You know? A lot of pressure. And um, I know, speaking from a guy's experience, that like certain things, for lack of a better wording, are locked behind a wall. Yeah. Locked behind okay. the door until you're married. Yes. That can sometimes be a dangerous motivator for getting married. It's like yeah. a one-track mind. Yeah. And uh, even in re- bringing it back to the Will and Jada conversation, I'm I'm spinning this random situation now. This is probably not even close to what theirs was, but like, say Will Will and Jada were both twenty, and you know they're going through premarital counseling, they're in the church or whatever, and w- Jada brings up, "Hey, by the way, I really believe in uh, open marriages. I'm unwilling to depart from that belief, and I really want to find somebody who's in alignment with that." If I'm Will, that's a breakup point for me. That's that is a that is. Well, you don't know that. Obviously, it wasn't for him. Well, I'm 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 just saying if I am him. Oh, okay. And this in sure. this hypothetical, if that is okay, forget them. If that's me and some random person. Yeah. And she says that to me. I believe in open marriage. I, that that is a point of breakup to me. That is a sure. big enough issue. That's a, obviously a large enough disagreement where I am unwilling to depart from my own beliefs and come to a compromise. And that has to be okay for people. There has to, that's yeah, why I think like, I, see the, what you're saying. I, I, I don't like the whole mentality of casual dating results in casualty because it's like, okay, first of all, if you're 19 and you're Christian and you're dating, I, I will, it, it, there's no debating this. If you disagree with me, I'm right. And you're wrong. It's it, you, good. you don't have fully formed opinions yet. Right. Not all of them. You might have some, but you haven't formed all the opinions that you're going to come to in your mind. Yeah. So what? You're 19 and then you you're you get married. By the time you're 30, both of you are different people. Right, right. Your ideals, your your uh, the things that you are unwilling to compromise on. Your expectations in a relationship of each other. that you weren't able to define or yes. kind of pinpoint at 19 because you d- hadn't really ever had a long-term yes. relationship. That's why I think dating is so important as an adolescent yeah. is don't, you know, don't just like date every Tom Dick and Harry that walks yeah. through the door, but it's okay to date someone and yes. realize, oh, it didn't work out and be like, yeah. why didn't that work out? What was it about that right. relationship that I didn't like that wasn't okay for right. me? And then learn from it and take it into yeah. the next relationship. And by or the, let's, you know, let's take it a more real, real, realistic example. Excuse me. Um, 
if I told Fina, hey, by the way, I expect you to be a stay-at-home wife. I don't want you to have a career. After I, you've already been married. Yeah. No, I don't want... I, I'm obviously being absurd to illustrate a point, but I'm like, I don't want you to have any ambitions of your own. I want you to take care of the house. I want you to cook me dinner every single day. Yeah. So, and I'm not even shaming that. There are some couples where that's the dynamic and that works for them. Sure. But if that's, that is not something that Fina wants, it's not something that I want, but if I'm, if I'm hypothetically putting that on Fina, that is a point of departure for her. Sure. So if there's not the freedom to be like, I don't like this. I don't want this for my life. I'm going to choose to end this relationship to find somebody who more aligns with who I am as an individual, who we both highlight each other's positives better. Like, that's what I'm saying. This whole idea that like casual dating ends in casualties is such a misnomer for me. It's yeah. so I think it is. It, stem, it stems from the obsession with marriage that the church does have. And marriage is beautiful. Marriage is good. Again, it's a holy sacrament. It is beautiful and a sure. wonderful thing. But it's the same thing with uh, baptizing, you know, or like a spiritual manipulation where you like spiritually manipulate a kid into getting baptized and they don't even understand what it is. It's mm-hmm. like sometimes waiting for the right time and the right yeah. person is just better. I like th- date, if yeah. that person doesn't work out, break up. I'll say it. The B word, break up. Yeah. Just break up. You can still be friends. You can still go to the same church. You can still go to the same school, whatever. Been, oh my gosh. There's been so many times on. where young people have come to me and they've been explaining their relationship. I'm like, then just break up. Nothing wrong with it. Do it. And no casual, no one dies in that. No. The way that pastor said that, that is that, harsh. That, no one dies when yeah, you break up. Again, not to get all amped up, but that, or they shouldn't. that also implies that that's the end of their story. Right. You're, by the way, if you're 19 and you break up, you're dead. <laughs> Bro, come on. I don't even have, I don't, right now. If I was married dude, to the person I was dating at 19, I would not be okay. And neither would they. I'm just trying to tell you, due to the nature of this conversation, I don't even have enough energy to laugh at this. I'm just like exhausted. This is exhausting to me. It's <laughs> it like, is. Uh, make sure they have an adequate understanding of what they're getting into, of what the, the nature of the relationship. I don't know. Now I'm just ranting so over there's and over two. Again. We've kind of had two conversations. Right now we're talking about the misnomer in church culture that breaking up is a bad thing and that you don't need to marry the first person you date. Like that's one conversation. Yeah. The other conversation we were having before is this idea that open marriages are becoming more and more common and how yeah. that, I don't even think we're having the conversation of whether it's right or wrong. I want to have the conversation of why did it develop? Like why is the desire for open relationships becoming more increased we're seeing a lot more people have them especially in pop culture world sure. um a lot more people are wanting them why is that why do we see an uptick in the desire for and appreciation for open marriages i don't know but we are out of time okay i'm just saying that's just that's i want to be clear that the conversation i'm having around the will smith and jada uh conversation was not uh they're stupid and no, no, I'm no, not no. talking bad about no, I don't, no, no. what I'm more interested in and I how my mind works is I see that and I see oh I see this trend of more and more people being interested in open relationships why like what's the why behind it and what does it tell us about the world we're living in yeah and how we're defining commitment and so I have some I have some thoughts that are unfinalized yet but I okay. do think I I love both of those people I hope that they can work it out yeah I I do come from the personal belief of my own that like one is enough Right. And I it that I don't even think that that's influenced by my spirituality. Maybe it is and maybe I'm blind to that. Right. But I do think that um yeah, you know, do you do one thing to your best ability or do you do a lot of things 
like do you pour effort into a lot of relationships that might not work like that mm, you can yeah. only extend a hundred percent to one thing right 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 so that's kind of where i'm coming from of like um i would ask the question if i was a therapist i'm like why is one not enough why tell me right that's you know I mean? that's what i'm getting at of yeah. course i believe in sure monogamy monogamy and that's what i practice but i don't want the conversation that's to be- a relief i wasn't sure <laughs> I don't want the conversation to be, I believe this and therefore they are wrong yeah, and bad. Yeah, yeah. And no, no, of course. It's to have a compelling discussion. I feel like we are very good at this and this is what we, we talk about a lot. And Thank he's like, you. We have we have ability to say we have certain beliefs, but someone else has another belief. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about why and yeah. where did that come from yeah. and not come at it as, well, it's different than ours. It must be wrong. Sure. I don't sure. want to do that. No, 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 never. And I'm not judging. I'm just curious. Like, oh, what is this uptick in a yeah, relationship? Yeah. And I think we could talk about that more. Like, there's a whole conversation we could have on yeah. that. But that being said, Will and Jada, if you want to come on the juice, we would. We could have a, a red table talk right here. Oh my gosh, blue we chair, got to go blue on the chair red, red table. Jada and Will, if you're out there, I really, shoot us an invite, bro. You know what would just be bonkers is if their like PR person contacted us and was like, "Hey, she's let's." Do, oh my gosh, let's send this out to the airwaves, please. <laughs> Send it to them. <laughs> Y'all tag tag them. Tag Will Smith in this, please. Would be very we really have to go. Yeah, we got to go. Okay, that's all we have, folks. We will see you later. Um, Love you guys. Love you. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye.